The following episode contains strong language, discussions of drug and alcohol use. Previously on Masks and Mayhem. Ruby and Yardak, you kind of can tell, like, we already established that Kevin Lewis, who has been representing Union for the trial, looked, like, very frantic and kind of nervous. You can actually see he's, like, pretty actively sweating. Are you okay? I'm not feeling so well. So then I want to say, uh, I just want to reach my hand out and say, may I? Sure, sure. So you pull your hands out and kind of coat them with uh, with water and imbue it with Atlantean energy, and you're running it over uh, his head and, and I imagine like kind of the back back of his neck and stuff. Like, and you see like a bit of color come back to his cheeks. He stops sweating as much, and then all of a sudden begins to jerk violently and throws up on the ground. And moments later, just collapses. Ruby, just in the distance, you do see Leland Kemp. And you see he's got a bit of a sling on his arm, and he's got some kind of clicker in his hand. I want to make, like, a box around it, but not, like, just, like, cement shoe his hand. What is the DC on trapping someone again? 17. So if he gets lower than a 17, you succeed. If he gets higher than a 17, the jig is up. Ugh, I hate this. With a 16. Ooh! And then I yell, Hey, asshole! and it forms around his hand. You can tell he's like trying to click it, but he can't. I bound forward and I smash my bicep against his face. Kemp goes down in a pile of meat and bone. Uh, Who are you injecting it into? Kevin's been sicker a lot longer. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Kevin's been sicker longer. He probably needs a linear can deal for a minute. Yeah, so you're able to get it into a syringe, get it into Lewis's arm, and after a few minutes, you know, he doesn't wake up, but the brightness starts coming back to his cheeks and everything. And Lynch looks out at the lot of you and says, I have been talking to all of you for months now, getting different perspectives and different testimony about the events leading up to that day. At this time, I am leaning towards proceeding with a trial the fuck the district attorney has made some good points i'll be honest my bias is that i believe union does do good work but in the interest of transparency and holding them accountable i think that there should be a more formal address So it is the next morning, and everyone's kind of gathering back at the Riverside City Courthouse. How's everybody feeling? I pray for death. Ruby has a chai latte. She's drinking, trying to stay out the fuck awake. And uh, I would just say, I'm not feeling particularly excited to be back at the courthouse, but I'm hoping that we can just get this done, and then we can go about our ways, and then the justice system can kiss my scaly behind. Your ass is scaly? 
You know, we're not going to go into that now, but I have questions later. Did Ruby not sleep last night? Ruby's boyfriend was shot yesterday. Didn't sleep well. I'll say, having been healed by Yardak, I imagine that Rickard was, like, fine to go home. Yes, however, I would imagine Ruby has PTSD from the first time she saw him put into a fucking coma. I'm not saying that Ruby wasn't justified in her feelings. <laughs> Ruby has this post-human ability called post-traumatic stress disorder. <laughs> Ruby's not a post-human, stop alien. You still got PTSD, motherfucker? Oh, yeah. I mean, definitely. That's why she's in therapy. Post-terrestrial stress disorder. <laughs> <laughs> As you're gathering, you see Judge Lynch, you see Douglas Pennington III, you see Betsy. However, you do not see Agent Kevin Lewis. Yeah, that checks out. You notice that there are guards sort of stationed around like it's become a, a closed door proceeding for mm-hmm. this part of it do they expect trouble or are they just there to prevent just regular people from getting in the only people going to the courtroom this time are you three betsy the judge the jury prosecutor relevant parties exactly yeah only the relevant parties essentially this time and also three superheroes rachel's asking the other question is who would ruby have told like hey we should get this footage because evidence like, in the court system, like, hey. Oh, you mean, like, legally get it? Yeah, no, no, legally get it. That way we <laughs> can, like, show it in a court of law without being like, how the fuck you get this? You know, like most superhero things. First off, no, that's not how that works. <laughs> Are you telling me that television has lied to me? Yes. yes. You think people would just do that? Go and lie on the television? I imagine that you actually probably had to go and talk to someone at the university. Maybe that's why I wasn't sleeping. I was dealing with this shit. Yeah, I would imagine after you captured Kemp, you went back to the university to retrieve that information. Mm-hmm. All right, let's say, we'll say that you got in touch with like an administrator. Roll a persuasion check and, and tell me how you're pitching this to them. I call from my little like burner phone that I have for visual aid. And I explain that like, hello, I am the superhero visual aid. Uh, I think you might remember we were in a fight there this afternoon. Yes, yes. Uh, wh- what can I help you with, Miss Aid? <laughs> <laughs> One, please don't call me that. Two. Does your security footage have audio? Yes, yes it does. And I was wondering if I could have the security footage from our fight that we had and whether it, if it would be sent to both the defense and prosecution of the trial. What is is it what versus what? Uh, United States versus United Nations, technically. <laughs> Let's be honest, it was a matter of time. Fuck yeah! Technically it's uh, United States versus Union. Uh, for the uh, case of United States versus Union, there was some stuff said that I believe is relevant to the case and I, I want to make sure all relevant evidence is given to both parties okay roll a persuasion check see that's the one thing i know you have to give it to both sides uh 16 16 mm-hmm. uh, i suppose we can do that for you is there uh, an email address i can forward it to be smoker 42 at hotmail.net <laughs> va at visual yeah that's just do I have Betsy's email? Yeah, I believe you would. Okay, I emailed to Betsy because I assume Kevin Lewis is a little out of it. And do I have the email of what's his Douglas Pennington the third? I feel like something like that would be readily available via like a Google search or something. You've been part of this case for so long that I feel at some point you were given, you know, a way of contacting the the important people. Okay, so I and I also send it to him directly and I say, This is footage from our fight with Leland Kemp. I believe it is relevant to the case. He mentioned his reasons 
why he went after Kevin Lewis when he was doing his villain speech. And you get back basically like a, you get a text with a thumbs up from Betsy and you get a, a nicely worded email from Pennington basically saying, thank you for your assistance in this matter. <laughs> I'm just enjoying Betsy using emojis. Yeah. I would have been really funny if it was the other way around. <laughs> See, uh, I am avoiding the movie cliche of bring it in at the last fucking second. I have new evidence. Ah, Good. <laughs> We've kind of been talking a little bit about what Ruby's been doing over the past uh, approximately, let's say, 12 hours, basically, between when you took in Kemp and when you got this footage and your trouble sleeping and now you're at the courthouse. What about you, Yardak? So since yesterday, I've been hanging out with Betsy trying to squeeze in a little non-work together time because i think the last time that we have done anything was did she even was she there for the night we went out with ulrich no no so really i pretty much i don't think i've ever spent any non-work time with betsy that wasn't well even that party was a part uh, was work yeah you've never spent really any personal time with yeah. betsy so, I mean, it's not like personal, personal, like I picked us up some food on the way to meet her at her, is she at the union headquarters or is she currently like at like doing her own thing at like, she's actually at a Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> what do you mean? Is she, is she like, where is she staying? Yeah. Like, is she doing work at the union headquarters right now? Or is she like just kind of doing her own thing? You'll have to remember a few things. One that she doesn't live in Riverside City, so she's kind of staying at a very nice hotel, but in terms of her work time. Time, she has basically, yeah, just been based out of the small field office since Echo Base is, is shut down. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Of. Especially today, I think she's taking over Lewis's desk. What's the name of the restaurant that we went to with Ulrich? My brain only supplies the mozzarella sticks. Danny's? Uh, <laughs> no. Well, you went to Remus Pub, but that was before you met Ulrich. Yeah, I think we went back there with him, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm I, pretty sure. I, honestly, I... I mean, I can't really remember. And then plus five bonus points to any listener who catches whatever the actual restaurant's name is uh <laughs> but uh so so for the last 12 hours i have spent a little bit of downtime with betsy just kind of hanging out while she you know she's still doing work but i stopped by remus's pub got us some food and we're in her office i have my feet up on the her desk that she gave me a dirty look for we're both kind of picking away at our food i'm giving her an ear to if she wants to bounce anything off of me and just trying to keep the mood a little lighter because we're all so stressed about the case. Yardak, you think we're still doing good work here? I think we always have, and we're going to continue to. It's just now we have to convince others that we are. You know, it uh, kind of feels like a bit like a slap in the face after everything we've done for the city, but huh, it is what it is, I suppose. What if things uh, don't go our way tomorrow? You won't be able to make any more fucking mutants. <laughs> in reality, I feel like, personally, the case is more of a formality. We'll still continue to do good things whether or not they believe that we're doing good things. I hope you're right. All right, and what about you, Laserhawk? What have you been doing? I got knocked the fuck out yesterday. I'm feeding my dog, sending my can of text message, and crawling in bed until I have to leave. <laughs> okay, um... Vibes. <laughs> roll me uh, an awareness check. Take that, carry the two. That's an unnatural 20. There was a brief moment where you woke up and you thought you had missed your alarm, but it turns out that uh, one of the dogs was just licking your face and woke you up a, a few minutes early. Cafe, fuck that. Don't stand on my chest, it hurts. 
<laughs> so yeah, okay, you wake up on time then, and you're able to get to the courthouse. And so yeah, you're all walking in. Again, it's just like the, aside from yourselves, just the absolute minimum necessary personnel for this trial to go on. Definitely grabbing the pop star before I go to the court. I've just decided that that is our royalty-free energy drink. Oh, I was like, what the fuck is a pop star? It's like a rock star, but we don't get sued for saying it. Everyone rises when the judge walks in. She goes up to her seat, gives everyone a motion, kind of offhandedly, like, you can be seated. Fucking better be. My back's killing me. All right. Well, as, as we all know, the circumstances surrounding this case have changed a bit in the last 24 hours. We will have uh, closing arguments in a moment, but I would just like to take a moment to thank some of the people standing in this room today for the service to this city. John the janitor, thank God you cleaned up that pile of vomit. All right. We will, we will start our deliberations in just a moment. She pulls out some papers and starts shuffling through them. Betsy turns around so Kevin is still recovering. Kind of figured. Even though they were able to get the poison out of his system, unfortunately, that little trick that was played on him did quite a shock to his nervous system. And that checks out. So they're going to be keeping him for further observation. That means it's up to one of us to give the closing argument. And I'm going to ask Betsy, I was like, oh, what about the um, the evidence that I sent you? Yes, we're, as I say, we did get a chance to t- show that to the judge uh, and to the jury uh, before you all arrived. Oh, okay. I mean... I'll do it. I don't wanna, but I'll do it. Does it need to be someone who's been here for the entire trial? I mean, you've all been here for the whole trial, pretty much. Okay. You think I've been slapping my thighs together at Moby Dick's while all this happened? Yeah. I don't have anything better to do. I'd be willing to do the closing ar- arguments if that. Oh, thank God you like these guys more than me. And I think Betsy gives you uh, a. I don't say that part out loud. For the record, that was Brandon, not Laserhawk. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, Laserhawk feels it, but he's not dumb enough to say it in court. Ruby has pretty good persuasion. And just let me threaten the whole court. <laughs> do you not have to have a law degree to do a closing argument? Is that a- No, you can represent yourself, like- That's true, I didn't- but I thought you couldn't represent somebody else. Dan and Brenda, what are your persuasions? From a character like Stat's point of view, and from also Laserhawk not liking you need all that much, I feel like it should be Ruby or Yardak. To play devil's advocate- Brock probably also has the most experience in this position. You know, being in court, having to testify. When you run trial for murder? Exactly, I got plenty of practice. So let's not have the accused murderer do our closing mm-hmm. little speech here. Fuck you guys, I find that rather discriminatory. Also, no. I don't want Brandon's voice to go out. It already has, dog, we're Gucci. Dardak, I, I feel like it should be you or I. What, what, what do you think? You know, I'll do it. I'm here to represent... Atlantis, why don't I start representing us too? Let me know if you need to tag out. By the way, this is the evidence that I sent, and I tell Gardak about the video, that, that I sent his stupid monologue where he was like, I'm trying to destroy Union because it will be easier for supervillains if there's no Union. By the power of Grayskull, I'm innocent with prejudice! Yardak is going to be the one to give the closing argument? Yep. Yes. Be prepared to be wowed. I'm going to have the prosecution give theirs first okay pennington stands up (coughs) you've seen the evidence overwhelming frankly about the events that have occurred in this city and unions frank disregard for taking enough precautions to stop these things in their tracks swear to god i'm about to make it too 
Wait, what? Body count. Yeah. Ow. And while we can all be understanding of the difficulty that their job entails, the people once again request that measures are taken to hold them further accountable to help do our best to prevent another incident like this from happening again. The perpetrators of this event that were taken into custody have been in further custody for almost two years now. And as we've seen, when not held together... When held in proper facilities, like the Big Iron, Striker Prison, among others that are are more classified, these villains no longer pose a threat because the facilities they are being kept in did not drop the ball. Yeah, keep telling yourself that, bud. Or they're planning their fucking escape right now. Yeah, because I've never fought an escapee from the Big Iron. Yeah. Did a fantastic job of holding Atlas. Just saying. What is the DC here? I believe it's the Washington kind, sir. Quiet, you. Oh, okay, so actually it's going to be that you need to make yours, and then we'll do a comparison. Okay. The prosecution rests, and he takes a seat, and the judge gestures over to you, Yardak. So as it was just pointed out, there are some events that have happened that neither you nor us are happy with. No one can deny that. But there are good Samaritan laws in place for a reason. This isn't just trying to save an individual's life. This is trying to save the lives of multiple people that live in Riverside City. To then point fingers and blame when something happens like this. It's painting the negatives in a much greater light than the positives that vastly outweigh it. And it was mentioned that there are prisons like the Big Iron and Stryker Prison, and then, quote, even more classified prisons. Ours was a prison, too. This was one breakout. There are breakouts that happen at prisons all the time. Why should we be looked at as now the villain here, as opposed to people who are doing the right thing and people who were not doing the right thing got a one-time leg up that we then responded to quickly and with as much effort as we could. And putting Union under this much legal red tape would just cause way more headaches in the future. What happens the next time there is a crack in the dam and Riverside City is going to be swept away in a giant wave? But we can't act because we have to get X, Y, and Z's approval before we do so. This is the time of the superpowered individual, and not being able to act immediately will cost countless lives in the future. And I rest. You made that sound really good. I'm proud of you, Dan. <laughs> All right, you're like, roll two persuasion checks. One for everyone else and one for fucking Jim. Arcee, you inhaled like you were going to say something and then you didn't. Now I'm scared. Good. Do I really have to be worried about Jim? I'll fucking kill him. I'll do it. Okay, so first one is a 26. And then you said roll twice. Yeah, roll two persuasion checks. What was the result of the first one? 26, the first one. Hey. Ooh, and then uh, a non-nat 20. A dirty 20. Good. Dirty 20. Well, I can do that voice really well right now. Jury, you know what to do next. You will be given time to deliberate to the rest of you. Uh, we will take a recess. We'll meet back up in about an hour to see uh, where the jury stands. Can I roll a perception? Just to, I just want to see how, if I could tell how the, I thought the jury was leaning. Or uh, Yeah, you can definitely do that. Uh, actually, that wouldn't be a perception. That'd be insight. Oh, well, that would be insight. Oh, I have more than that, so that's nice. Can I roll one of them, too? Go for it. Yay. You know, fuck it. Let's make it three. Ooh, not 20. That's the one I roll a fucking 20 on, honestly. Uh, a natural 20. Ooh, but I got 10, so that's... Th- 30. What was yours, Brandon? 23. Across the board, you can all feel a general, like, nodding from the jury. Yardak, you get the feeling that they are not as convinced on your side. (laughs) Fucking kill them. I did a good job! What are you gonna do while they're deliberating? 
I'm hopping onto the roof and fucking smoking a bowl. I can't handle this. You're smoking a bowl on top of the courthouse. No, I will not make you weed on top of the courthouse. I already got the shit. You ain't my only plug. You're not my mom. <laughs> I'm sorry, you got your You're not my mom, and then your voice fucking cracked. Shut up. Laserhawk, roll a stealth check. That's a 29. You were so close. So fucking close to being caught. Congratulations. I need something to make me feel like a child again. I'm going out of the court and I'm I'm talking to Betsy and I ask. I just goes like, do you need a drink? We, we only have an hour. I mean, I was going to say, can't, Ruby can just do that now. Yeah, that's, Ruby can't just do that now. Oh, what? You guys can drink at the courthouse, but I can't smoke? Fuck you guys. That's America, baby. Weed is federally illegal. We are outside a federal fucking court of law. You're in the federal court of law. Yeah, but drinking's legal. But drinking is legal. Okay, I want you guys to try and bring a fifth of fucking Jack into a courthouse, see what happens. I mean, I think they would confiscate it, but if you could make it disappear like a goddamn magician, I think. I made the joint disappear like a goddamn magician. <laughs> Just... Yeah, I asked Betsy, I was like, uh, do you need a drink? Yeah, a couple, actually, but that can wait until after it'll to see if it's a celebration or despair. And then and I, I make a shot appear in my hand, and I went, by the way, I can make alcohol now. You never cease to amaze, visual. I ask, do you, do, you, do you want the shot to Betsy? And she waves you off, no, no, I'm... I kind of act like I'm going to drink it, but I make it disappear. What I'm imagining is that you go to tip it, you make the glass disappear, and then you make the alcohol disappear as it touches you. Yeah, basically. Susan, though, Yardak, what are you doing? I always said I was um, just sitting there, looking down at the ground, hands interlocked, knee bouncing up and down vigorously while I wait. I look at Yardak and go, do you need a drink? No. Are you praying to a fish god? Yeah. May the Kraken release us all. May the Kraken release us from the coils of this mortal plane. Is it? That seems like some shit that would happen in Greek mythology. Like, the Kraken thing. So an hour later, everyone's gathering back in. Oh, it only takes them an hour? I mean, they said they were going to see where they were. Okay. Seems that we gave them just enough time. I've been informed that the jury has a verdict. And so it only took them an hour. It only took them an hour. So you see the foreman of the jury. He's got a big name tag that says Jim. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Fucking knew it. The foreman stands up, uh, holds up a piece of paper. We, the jury, have unanimously found Union guilty. Bitch! We have opted to leave the final sentencing in the hands of Judge Lynch. However, we want to make it clear in our standing that it is not our desire that Union be disbanded. And uh, the foreman takes a seat. Judge Lynch stands up. We're going to take another brief recess. I would like to see both parties in my chambers, please. Does that count as us? That's a genuine question. Does that count as us? Yeah. uh, And she gestures to the three of you along with Betsy and, and Pennington. I walk in. Oh, did the other two come with? Yeah. The judge basically takes off her robe. Uh, she has, like, regular clothes on underneath. Hangs it up and takes a seat behind her desk. Oh, boy. Months of deliberation, discussion, evidence, and it's come down to this. Yep, how are you handicapping us, judge? That's why I decided to bring this in- into the chambers here for a discussion as to what you... What terms you all might find agreeable. Look, I'll be honest. If you bury us under a mountain of red tape, people are going to die. And there's not going to be a fucking thing we can do about it. So please do keep that in mind. I go, yes, please. And I, I kind of like glare at Peddington. Roll an insight check, actually. All of us? Uh, whoever wants to, I suppose. Yeah, what the hell? Bitch! Is, 
I think that's back to back, not 20. 26 altogether. 26. 30. So when you all look at Pennington, you gather a few like feelings from him. He looks smugly victorious, overall stoic, and also slightly conflicted. Union does a lot of good work, and it's clear from the events of yesterday that Union is what villains fear. This is true. Visual aid, you made a good good point, and the evidence from yesterday did indeed lean us that way. But the jury has also made their decision. So what way are you leaning, Judge? You've all made some wonderful arguments, and I've been trying to weigh in my mind what the best outcome would be that both protects the citizens, but also holds Union accountable. I am of a few minds about this. Option number one, Union is folded in within the greater UN peacekeeping force. No. I don't believe that that would be a wise idea. Option two, they are folded into the United States military, given that they are a U.S.-based organization. Oh, that's a worse idea. I speak from experience here, Judge Lynch. That'll be bad to tie Union down, making them so they no longer are part of a multinational task force would be a huge mistake. Not to mention the U.S. military is not and should not be trusted with post-human individuals at their disposal. And my third thought was to keep Union as is, but slimmer. We would remove Robin Markovic as Union's primary source of funding. They would then be funded by the UN as a whole. Does the UN have enough funding for that? And then what would the stipulations of funding be? That is something that the UN would have to generally uh, discuss and determine amongst themselves. Well, I would need that answer before I would put ourselves at the mercy of that. Truth be told, and let me make this perfectly clear, Judge... I am not a union agent. Honestly, I have very little connection here other than general superheroics. I believe that either option A or option C would be the best options out of the three that you have presented. And before you ask, no, I don't have a better idea. And if we are to be folded into the UN, then we need a voice in the UN. It's, we're not just going to be a loaded weapon for the UN to point at whatever they think we need to be. Which is, I believe, all of our top concern in this, Judge Lynch. The last thing we want to see is for Union to become a diplomatic weapon when up until now we have been a shield. Of options A, B, and C, is everyone in agreement? Yes, I have, I have an agreement that option A or it should be option A or C. Yeah, option B is the worst. Yeah, ab- option B is not even an option. Exactly. Can I ask some questions about the different options to, uh, ask to the judge? I suppose. If it was folded into the United Nations peacekeeping, how would the funding work for that? Would it just be the, also the funding from that being stretched over both its uh, its current iteration and Union? I mean, realistically, one way or the other, it looks like Union's taking a cut to the funding. Mm-hmm. As Laserhawk mentioned, if, if anyone else has any suggestions, this is an open forum uh you notice that you notice that pennington you know kind of sticks to the background of the scene just doesn't really doesn't really give any input just wants to blow everything up and not actually contribute anything yeah lawyer judge lynch with option a would union be able to retain its funding from malkovic or would it also strictly be funded through the united nations that way the decisions that happen after we leave this room are out of my hands that would be between union and the un in your professional opinion understanding we're speaking strictly in hypotheticals here how would you answer that question your honor i would see option a as a bolstering of the united nations existing peacekeeping program just with an expanded focus beyond diplomatic relations between countries extending into 
Union's own role as a post-human and extraterrestrial force. Because none of this sounds fantastic. You're not negotiating from a place of strength here. (laughs) Here's my suggestion. Seeing as how it's obvious that to us, none of these options sound great by any stretch. And it feels as though our little lawyer friend here has basically just been an arm of the UN to force us to bend to their will. I object to that. Well, you're not on the stand. Um, And I go, you are free to offer suggestions. This entire room is. You have yet to do that. You're just standing there offering nothing. uh, Oh, yeah. And so seeing as how we've basically been strong-armed to this by this lawyer, why don't we have a more cohesive entanglement with the UN, thereby being they can send over one or multiple representatives that take up shop inside of Union with us, and we then also then go to UN meetings, or at least have representatives from Union going to UN meetings, and keeping open channels of communication. I mean, Union already has, like, people at the UN. Having us be there and them be here, that way we both know what the other is doing, and then they can be like, oh, hey, this is a thing. Basically having a chaperone. I think that's what option... Option A is. I think, I feel like what Yardak is suggesting is kind of a combination of A and C. The nicer aspects of both. In what way, yeah. Option C, the thing I really don't like is them saying that Markovic can't fund Union anymore. Because then it's, we pay the lights around here, you're going to do what we tell you to do. And then I just might not save people. You know, when you mention it like that, I'm honestly leaning toward option C. No, no, that is option C. Oh, I know. But Markovic not being in charge, who's probably the guy who initially said, hey, what if we give these idiots superpowers? Yeah, fuck that guy. I think it's important that we've talked about this already, Brandon, that Betsy specifically independently on her own without consulting Markovic. That was all her project. Then why am I being nice to her? Like, we've repeatedly said that, like, no one else knew. Lewis didn't know. Lydia didn't know. Frank didn't know. Rickard didn't know. All right, then I'm back to option A. Which the more I think about it, the more I actually genuinely do like option A. Unions shouldn't be able to oversee themselves. Otherwise, some people might get dumb ideas. Like, like, let's give radioactive powers to people. No, they mean oversight. Ew, okay, Team Stark. Disgusting. Oh, wow, the former cop is on the side of a little more authority. Big surprise. Gross. Uh, I'm leaning toward option A. Yeah, I mean, it's the only one that's any kind of decent. So is option C the only one that would specifically bar Markovic from being involved with Union? From what I understood. It would bar specifically him as the funder. Like, he may have lessened authority in in option A still. Mm -hmm. I worry that if we made it specifically that he can't fund anything, what you would end up having is a Union. So if the UN gets mad at Union for some reason and they just can't get money, then we've effectively gotten rid of Union. Exactly. That's why I don't like C at all. I think it's funny because also Yardak's the odd person here who's met Markovic. I just want his money. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have to like you to take your money. Yeah, yeah. More more billionaires funding private armies. Well, I don't want the government to do it either. At least this is just one guy. I can kill one guy. I already don't fucking like <laughs> Union. Let's not make it anywhere, SRC. <laughs> is everyone on A? Is that the United Front right now? Yeah. Yeah. I think A, is, is Betsy in the room? Betsy is in the room. I asked Betsy, I was like, what What are your thoughts? Markovic is who started all of this. Removing him from the equation would be a fundamental shift in how Union behaves. I've always been able to count on him that, you know, if we needed 
an increase in funding, I didn't have to twist his arm very much to get it. He was always willing to just let me take control of the situation. So in any of these cases, I guess I'm looking forward to a bit more time talking with uh, the United Nations Security Council. And I look at it like Peddington. Any thoughts at all? Option C was my suggestion. I li- and then I just sort of go, I like option A. Right after he says that. And then I go, when did you suggest that even? We've had multiple meetings over the course of this where suggestions as to what the people were looking for were presented. That was the one I presented as I thought would have the best outcome. And I go, how? Markovic is an uncontrolled variable. He's a person with his own personal agenda that he could use Union to do as he pleased. Everybody has an agenda. They sell them in stores even. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say to Peddington, what proof do you have... That Malkovic is always like acting on his own agenda like that. It's not like he's an unknown entity. He's been doing this for years. I fail to see how kicking off Malkovic is going to stop people who aren't Malkovic conspiring against Union. It appeared to me to be the only option that would bring Union more into the fold of the United Nations without having them report directly to them. That they would have some level, some higher level of accountability through funding. I was just going to ask Betsy, which option, like, are you leaning towards? I was like, do you agree that, like, B is no good? Betsy leans in absolutely fucking not. (laughs) (laughs) That's why we like Betsy. Who's we? Me and Dan, apparently. We've been through some shit. We've been through some shit. Frankly put, at this point, I'd rather just... Is there an option where I can just, like, go to jail and Union gets to stay the same? Yeah, is there? I don't say that. Betsy, that's not... No, Betsy, we need you here. This is not your fault. Wait, 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 wait. Well, they wanted accountability. Have it, that would be me taking accountability for the failures of that day, would it not? I'd rather throw Ramos under the bus and get you back. <laughs> I think they meant more of a long-term accountability, Betsy. Right. I'm just curious. I want to do an insight check on what Pennington and the judge thought when Betsy said that. Okay. 23. What you get from Pennington is, I hadn't considered it, but... I guess if that's what everybody wants. And Judge Lynch went, that's stupid. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So no, it appears no one likes the idea. I'm sorry. Only one person in the room likes the idea of Betsy going to jail. Yeah, that's Betsy herself. Fuck off, bitch. Sorry, sorry, two people then. I didn't agree to it. Oh, okay. I literally said I think they're looking for long-term accountability. But that's not that you don't agree. It's just you think that's not the right answer. (laughs) It's not that I agree. It's because I don't think this is why she should go to jail. This is not like a puzzle you have to solve. Like, there's not a correct... Like, you're getting choices, but, like, there's no decided path here. I mean, again, one way or the other, it does not affect me, but I'm leaning toward option A. I believe that UN accountability, some form of higher accountability, is going to be necessary to prevent situations like Betsy deciding to give dickheads powers. Dude, is that really what you say? I mean, what I'm saying to you guys right now. That's also been what they've been basically saying. I accept that not only in character, but like IRL, we are on opposing sides of this. And I one thing I worry about, while you sit there applauding that people will think Union's weaker, yay, the villains will think that too. Well, I mean, it's happening, so. We've seen proof of that literally yesterday. Do you say that out loud? Yes. That's what Lynch says here. The goal is not to make Union weaker. The goal here is to do exactly as the prosecution stated and to hold Union accountable Long term for the failures. I know that is what the plan is. What people will see. 
I worry that it will embolden villains. Even if they aren't actually weaker, if people think they're weaker, they're more likely to attack. I mean, if on the surface it just looks like unions being more officially rolled into the United Nations, it could give the air of them becoming stronger. There is also the fact that the jury voted on the side of the prosecution. Given that the jury made their decision, my ruling here must go in the general spirit of that will. Of course. All right, fine. Option E, uh, Ricker loses his job, but everything else remains the same. He can get another job. <laughs> Look, he keeps getting hurt. Yeah, you get him the fuck out of here. Let him live that <laughs> fucking long, healthy life. Shit. I'm kidding, though. That's not really an option. We have essentially have four options now. Everyone seems to be leaning towards option A. Yeah. I'm leaning towards option A. I think taking Markovic completely out of Union would change Union so fundamentally, you might as well name it something else. The UN weapon is what they'll name it. I'd agree with that up until this point. In my observations, at least, he has been a level-headed head of the table. Agreed. I agreed. I kind of look at Pennington like, why the fuck are you so against Markovic? Do you actually say that, or are you just like- I do. That's what I want to say. Why are you so against Markovic? This is not a matter of personal feelings. This is a matter that- Markovic is the one thing that keeps Union 100% independent, meaning that they never have to turn to the UN to really worry about anything, that they strictly, whatever their whim may be, can go to Markovic and, as Betsy said, would essentially fund their desires. Okay. The same problem could happen with the UN. The UN is not a perfect institution. But there's far more checks and balances than with an individual. I see Pennington's point, even if I personally disagree with it. The problem is the UN could decide we're not funding a mission because because politically, we don't want to deal with that. I guess it's just worth saying that union doesn't really work that way. They are going to determine how much funding they get per year. What union does with that funding is entirely up to them. Like, or maybe not entirely, but like the, the idea is that like, you know, they're not asking for money to go on the mission to the island or this or that. It's more like, how many vultures do we need this year? If they could threaten, if you do a certain mission, we'll take away funding for next year. Well, I feel like that's going to be a potential, no matter what option we go with at this point. So Mm -hmm. weighing it based off that is... Well, no, that option doesn't exist with option B. (laughs) You don't have to worry about the UN doing doing anything. We're not going part of the U.S. fucking military. (laughs) I still don't know if they're the fuckers that turned me into this. I think having multiple funding options for union is what makes union unique. If you take away that, you've effectively just made it another... Right now, 90% of union's funding comes from Markovic. Okay, this is another thing. Does the UN want to be funding union? Do they have the funds to be funding Union at all? If you take away the other forms of funding, is there actually funding allocated for Union anywhere else? That sounds like a problem they're going to have to figure out. No one in this room can know that, first off. That's not what gets to determine. You all need to make a decision and then find out what the results are. Our decision's been made. Hey. Betsy? I'm going to sit this one out. Sounds like you are a united front. Yeah, the name's Union. She cracks a smile, gestures you out, but keeps Pennington and Bullard in the room. So picture it, it's 5.30, all you want to do is go home and eat some delicious pizza rolls after work, but oh no, traffic's bumper to bumper, and you've got at least another half hour until you can eat your tasty pizza bagels. Well folks, have I got just the product for you. Hi there, my name's Pope Brandon Brownson, and my new album, Exhilarating Music to be Stuck in Traffic to, is now available on Spotify, iTunes, Tidal, Pandora, or wherever else you go to listen to music. 
You can listen to songs like Violence in the North End, Fresh Beef, Milk Milk Lemonade, and so many more on this tasty, tasty album, perfect for unbearable bumper-to-bumper traffic. Hey, some of these songs have even appeared on this here humble little podcast-like thing do. So what are you waiting for? The end of the episode? Uh, well, b- b- that's acceptable. But the second this episode is done, go check out Exhilarating Music to be Stuck in Traffic to by me, Pope Brandon Brownson. Anyway, oh no, I do believe we are in peril, or maybe in a conversation-like thing. I don't know what episode this is going to be used for. <laughs> You get out to the courtroom where the guards are starting to let, are letting in the public and the media and whatnot. We're all taking a seat, including Yarkalen. Yeah, what up? Oh, my favorite Kardashian. Just want to wander up to him and, and be like, good day, Yarkalen. And a good day to you. Is my boyfriend here? Yeah, Rickard is here. I say hello. I realize I'm still visual aid in my gear. So I kind of walk up yeah. to Rickard and I nod at him. And then I think I very, I would like to make a stealth check. I like sneakily like kind of. Squeeze his hand for a second. All right, roll stealth check. Oh, no. <laughs> you shit the bed, didn't you? <laughs> I rolled it that one. Fuck me, Rachel. Oof. Uh, but I have uh, seven overall. Seven overall? Mm-hmm. Roll a perception check. Fuck. Everyone noticed that. Everyone will remember that. 17. Yeah, you hear like a, a camera shutter snap. Okay, can I use my hero point? <laughs> fucking kill them. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like. I would like to use a reaction to make an illusion. Someone like walks in front of something to block the picture. Oh, I was just trying to think of something that wouldn't make them go like, "Where the fuck did that come from?" Make Rob Schneider. Is there anything behind? Like, are we behind? Like, are there any windows in here? Are there any windows in here? Yeah, yeah. That there's like some kind of like that it just got really, really bright, and so like the picture is just completely like blown out. Can't see anything. Like a glare. Yeah, like a glare. So that, like, this picture just doesn't turn out, turn out at all. All right, so you're going to use your hero point to do that? Yes. <laughs> That's... Okay. Okay. Ruby's fine with people knowing her and Ruby, like, Ruby and Alan Rickard are a couple. Don't worry, if this doesn't work, I got you. Are you also going to, like, fucking kiss him or something? <laughs> like, what is that plan? Yes, yeah, so I'm going to make out with Rickard. Okay, what do I... I okay, I need to roll a Legion. No, no, I'm not going to make you roll. I'm just going to use your hero point for this one. Okay. But yeah, I'm using my hero point to keep my secret identity. So are you all taking a seat? Although I just thought of a hilarious thing, is that someone tells, like, Ruby, it's like, I think uh, Rickard is cheating on you. It turns out she's cheating on you with you. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm gonna pop a squat in here. What the fuck's going on? A few moments later, Bailiff basically asks for quiet in the court, and you see Bullard and Pennington and Lynch come out, and everyone takes their respective seats. There's cameras running, like the actual press are here and everything. Alright, well, as I'm sure many already know, because nothing stays secret in this town for too long, it has been decided by a unanimous jury decision that Union will face some restrictions due to the events of November 2019. After careful deliberation, we have come to the decision that this will be resolved by Union being directly folded into the UN peacekeeping operations. The form that this will take, that will be something that you will have to discuss with the UN themselves. And that is all I have to say at this time. Uh, With that, the judge dismisses everyone. So that sucked. Who wants to go to Moby Dicks? This feels like a Jack's night. Every night feels like a Jack's night to you, Ruby. You have a problem. (laughs) No, I don't. My friend does. Hey, Yarnak's got it under control. (laughs) I said friend, not friends. I know you're referring to me. Fuck off. <laughs> oh, do I see Betsy? Yeah. 
I walk up to her and go, still want that drink? She uh, looks over at Pennington and over at Rickard and stops for a moment and goes, sure, why not? And I go to Betsy. I'm like, where do you want to go? Hey, it's your party. I'm just joining in. You've had a shitty day. I feel like you should get to choose. No, it sounds like I'm not getting to choose a lot of things today. Well, that was the point. Well, in that case, I say either Jax or we get drunk at the hut. I've got enough to go around. You're going to bring Betsy to the hut? (laughs) Fuck it. My day's already gone, shitty. Oh, no, you're like, where do you want to go? I mean, I feel like we always end up there anyways. I feel like Jax is a more low-key option and let's let the hut be the hut because i don't want her to feel excluded do you want to uh is that a pamela Pam works at the jacks oh yeah <laughs> Pam works at jacks i feel like she might be there i text anyone from union that is in town which i assume lydia is still in town lydia is is lydia feeling up for it i'll say she declines your offer as she is leaving shortly and also is just uh feeling very worn out from yesterday's events I text Kevin Lewis to say, hey, we're hanging out. I'm assuming you're still feeling bad. Thank you so much for thinking of me. Yes, I, I will decline. We will yeah. talk shortly, I'm sure. I've heard about the verdict. And then I said, like, I, I hope you're feeling better soon. I'm so sorry that that monster did this to you. Talk about Kemp, I assume, right? Yes, but also in her head, she's like, also that fucking lawyer. Okay, so everyone's heading to Jack's pub. Damn right. Yep. All right, you're joined by Rickard and Betsy, but that's it from the union crew. Mm-hmm. Keeping it small. I tell Bethany like where we are. Uh, Bethany says that she'll be there soon. She's uh, filming some videos for social. Are her videos uh, for social about my worst fucking day? <laughs> this isn't my worst fucking day. Lydia got shot in front of me, but <laughs> she lived. Your worst public day. Yeah. <laughs> or, or does anybody else send any messages out besides Ruby? Yeah, I guess I text my kid. All right. What, what are you saying to Carl? Just general hey, kid. Hope you've been having a good day. Love you. You know, it was really scary what happened yesterday. Yeah. It was, kid. You and your ma all right? Yeah, I, I think she's okay. That shit didn't get near you? Like, I don't know. Yeah, kid, if only there was that organization that can keep us safe from that kind of shit. You all meet up at Jack's pub. Jack and Pam are both there. It's actually kind of just opening up for the day at this point. Oh, yeah. It was like during the day at the courthouse, and we're here while the light is out. I slap some form of large bill on the bar and say, just give us a bottle of whiskey. And I go, I, I need sour mix. I, I can't drink straight whiskey. Coward. And I guess whatever the weenie hunt needs to make it palpable. Shut up. I think your Kalen is joining, but is sticking strictly to water. Please. Yes, he's sticking to water tonight. Yeah, good idea. We don't need a violent drunk on our hands. So, uh, this is Rachel more just being like, I'm surprised none of the like press tried to ask us anything. Oh, I'm so fucking happy they didn't. I was going to be a dick. You got a few texts from Sean Ortega, Yardak. I look at them. What do they say? You know, hope you're doing all right. Let me know if you're up for an interview sometime soon. I'd like to talk about your feelings on the matters. Uh, no interview right now, but we're at Jack's Pub. Don't fucking tell her where we Don't are. Don't tell her where we are. That's too late. I don't want Shona to be on our side. And then if the UN fucks us over, we have the media on our side. Look, Channel 4 is already on our side. The one local reporter. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, wait, did you just invite a member of the press here? I'm going to say I looked over and I asked that. Maybe. I don't make good decisions when I'm in Jack's Pub. Is anyone that we don't know here? Bill and Maury are there, of course. Well, Bill and Maury don't fucking know I'm visual aid, and Shadow's gonna be like, who the fuck is this chick? Oh, I see. I see your dilemma here. Let's retcon. This one is gonna cause actual issues. What are you gonna do, Yardak? Use your hero point. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna use my hero point to retcon this. I'm going to reply back to Shauna and say, laying low tonight, nursing my wounds. I'll hit you up later for a few words. 
And she just does a, a thumbs up reaction to that. Uh, Laserhawk, are you inviting anybody? You know what? Just to make things interesting, I'm going to send Bev a text. Hey, Brock. Wh- what's up? <sighs> Hello, my night, Bev. Was uh, wondering if you'd like to come out and see me and my friends. I know that might be kind of weird on account of the whole we're divorced thing, but you've always been a voice of levity when I need it. Brock, this is a text back. Brock, I appreciate that. Like, I understand that. Like, I know that me and Yardak have hung out before and stuff. I actually have a date tonight. Uh, I... You don't have to explain yourself. It's all right. I think you're all getting started. Uh, You've got your fancy bottle of, was it whiskey or bourbon? Yes, both. Yes. Isn't bourbon a type of whiskey? Yeah, bourbon's a type of whiskey. Uh, Not long after, the door uh, opens up. It's Sean Ortega. No, I'm just kidding. Jesus fucking Christ. Damn it! Uh, it's a face that you have not seen in a long time. Dad? I've given up on that one. <laughs> My comrades. It's Ulrich. Holy shit. I get up and I fucking hug him. And I go, Jack, we need some vodka. It is a fucking stereotype, Ruby. But yes, I would like some vodka. <laughs> and I go, I've hung out with you. I know what you like to drink. I like other things. And then I go, do you not want vodka? I would like some vodka. Okay. I actually get up and hug him, which is probably a little surprising to my other two comrades. He holds you in a tight brotherly embrace. I also go to hug Ulrich, which I think no one else, no one is surprised by. Ulrich picks you up. <laughs> oh yeah, I go up and give him a big old bear hug. Ulrich picks you up. Yeah! <laughs> do it again! Comrades, I'm sorry, I'm I just got to back into town. Well, you picked a good day for it, bud. Yeah. So no, no, I'll get you a drink. Thank you. So our day's been pretty shitty. Talk about your life. Ulrich basically regales you with a tale about how he's been traveling the world, checking out the different union bases, and how uh, basically he's continued to work with different bases to hone his abilities and to control his power. So he looks over at Betsy. What will happen now? Betsy shrugs and just down another shot. Well, big guy, if you ever need a place to stay, I got a doggy bed for you, and I nudge him. He's gonna disembowel you. (laughs) That's fine, I can take him. Actually, I go, oh! Ulrich, I I haven't got a chance to tell you my my powers have improved too, and I I make I make a shot of vodka and I go here taste. Well, it is better than the last time you'd found a new power with me. Oh, that is true. That is how I. Wait, oh yeah, you razzled him. Yep. Wait, you found out you could do that while you were fighting him. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Destroyer. <laughs> yeah, Volsk. I'll speak Italian. <laughs> And then uh, not too long after, Bethany shows up, uh, snaps a few pics. Betsy kind of gives her a bit of a glare when she does that and like kind of like shifts out of the way so as to not be in the photos. Brock at this point is intoxicated enough to be hamming it up. This is Rachel who's asking a question. How old is Ulrich? Old enough to get fucked up with your boy. Yeah. Late, late 20s. Oh, God, he's a babby. I didn't realize I was drinking with a child. He's older than Ruby. Yeah. Brock's almost 40. Yeah, I know. You've been hanging out with Ruby this whole time. This is also true. Yeah, but I've accepted that I've been drinking with a child with you. Drinking with a kid and Grandpa Fishman. Grandpa Fishman. Yeah, it's the not-so-successful sequel to BoJack Horseman. So I think Yarkalen, after a bit of time, as everyone else is starting to drink more and more, stands up and basically takes a bit of a bow and says, I believe I'll be taking my leave now. You know I'm safe, buddy. Thank you. Yardak, could I possibly tear you away for some time? Yeah, I mean, after today, let's take a walk. 
Yes, please, join me on my way back to the bay. Quick, while they're gone, let's talk about seafood. So yeah, as you're taking a long walk, there's a very poignant silence as you're walking with Yarkalen. I feel like he's about to leave. He just said, join me on my way back to the bay. Yeah, but I didn't know if he was gonna, like, fucking sleep under a rock. But I feel like he's gonna leave, leave. He's gonna art dad you. Do you do you say anything? So as we're walking, I want to kind of nudge my shoulder against him and say, so what's on your mind? I believe it's time for me to take my leave to go back home. Atlantis needs me. Your father was asking about you, and he is very worried. Yes, father has reason to be worried, I believe. Yeah, things are really aren't going our way up here. I mean, at least people seem to have good opinions of Atlantis and of us. Yes, indeed. Do you, do you think it's working? You're time with the humans i think so for the majority yes there's been some setbacks but i think overall it was a good idea and do you think that father made the right decision to reach out and connect with them yeah we've been apart for too long it's staying separate is okay but keeping ourselves cut off isn't the way to go and even if there's the bad egg every now and again overall it's been good experiences up here I agree. I'm glad that we're on in agreement on this. And now that I've been up here working and then you've been making some more appearances and now that your dad had met with the UN, I feel like, I don't know, things like, seem to be headed in a really good direction for relations between Atlantis and the land. Things are better now between the land and Atlantis, but our people are suffering. So it's gotten worse with the insurrectionists? So much worse. Father is slow to respond and... and even slower to accept that change is needed. Yeah, when you've been stuck in the old ways for so long, any kind of change is just so hard to make happen. You see, Yardak, you agree. We've been in such strong agreement. Is he about to go kill his dad? <laughs> That's what I'm worried about. <laughs> I need your help, Yardak. Help me convince him to step down. I have your back 100%. I think there are definitely changes that need to be made. I do feel like your father will be very opposed to just stepping down. But I do think in the beginning we could at least talk him into giving you more power and having you be in charge of other things. It could be a, quote, easing of his burden. And I think he might be more susceptible to agree to that. And then other changes can be made after that. Otherwise, it's a coup. (laughs) (laughs) We will see how he responds. I will be in touch soon. You're just about to reach the water as he's saying that. Well, let me know what happens. Try to talk to your dad by yourself first, and I'll definitely come down and be on your side. And he goes to give you, like, one of those, like, he grips your forearm, like, you know, that that brotherly embrace. I've never done that with any of my brothers, but okay. (laughs) Slap me some gill, brother. They're on their neck. You just, like, see them go up and just, like, smack necks like giraffes. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, you only do that when you're intimate. And I think with that, he jumps into the water and, and takes off. All right. And what's happening back at Jack's pub? I'm leaning into Ulrich. Anyways, and then I told Atlas, look, bud, if you don't quit fucking up these streets, I'm not going to fight you anymore. And like, he kind of reformed after that. So I don't know, man. That was weird. I see. That's an interesting tangent when I asked what you've been doing recently, but okay. I mean, have you ever heard of that? Just, like, a villain stopping being a villain because someone asked him nicely to? You know. Ulrich. That's what we did with Ulrich. I know, that's the joke. I'm talking to (laughs) Ulrich. I mean, I would say that that you didn't just ask nicely, you also kept him in a cell for the better part of a year and a half, and, uh... I don't know that. Yes, you did. Oh, yeah, well, I don't know. Just let me have my drunken rant. 
And I think at this point, Betsy is, uh, she's a few drinks in. She puts her hand on your shoulder, Ruby, and says, I'm going to be taking uh, my leave now. Got to check up on a few things. I think uh, I've got a lot of... Do you need me to call you a car of any kind? No, no, no. I'll, I'll have someone who's picking me up. I'm sorry I went this way today. I, I'm very glad you didn't let them take me to jail. <laughs> Listen, sometimes what we want requires sacrifice. I was willing to do that if I thought it meant that Union would stay the same. I, I took what you all had to say very seriously. And that's when Rickard says, boss, I'll see you tomorrow. And she gives a pretty solemn nod. And I was just going to say, unlike the other side of this trial, you actually have built something. I wanted to keep building it as opposed to just destroy it. Not a fucking big fan of Peddington right now. Well, that's fair. Betsy checks her phone and says, all right, my ride's here. You know, I'm safe, Bets. Do you do anything as she leaves? I kind of go and I go, you don't seem like much of a hugger. It's a handshake. I don't know. What What do you... She puts her hand out for a fist bump. Pow! I don't go pow. I just go fist bump. I do the fist bump full with the blah, 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 blah at the end. <laughs> yeah, actually, as she's leaving, that's when you arrive, Yardak, as she's starting to walk out of the pub. I just want to, like, put my hand on her shoulder as she goes by. And she does the same to you. I'll see you again soon. You know it. Uh, same day, every day. Roll a perception check. All of us just Yardak. Uh, Yardak. Okay. Actually, no, everybody can. Okay. 11, 19 altogether. God damn. 21. 8. All right, Ruby's fucking drunk. Look, I'm talking to my boyfriend, okay? Leave me alone. Yardak and Laserhawk take notice of this. She gets into a black SUV with a man who looks to be in his mid-50s. Is it Markovic? No. He's got, like, you know, pepper, black and white hair. Ooh, it's Betsy Slam piece. <laughs> Does Betsy have a boyfriend? That's a great question, but you don't know because she gets in the car and takes off. She's going to enjoy her union tonight. Jesus Christ. I'm going to look up at Yardak and ask, so how'd it go with Clownfish Kardashian? All right, all right. I, I just want to point out, role-playing-wise, Laserhawk just insulted the prince of your people and your best friend, and your comp- one of your complications is patriotism. I want to smack him up hard, like, the back of the head, and be like, Yarkalen decided he was going to go back home. Good for him. I mean, I'm not going to just outright fight him for that. He can he can insult my brother. Yeah, don't let me insult the murderous psychopath. If you insult Ula Brynn, it's your knees. I don't fucking know who Ula Brynn is. <laughs> And you never will. That's fine. You know, out of all the Atlanteans I've ever met, you're the only one who's not a sociopath. And even then, you have your moments. I don't think I've met Ulibrin. Shades of Grey. No, nobody has except me. I believe you were there when Ulibrin called Yardak once. Ah. Yeah. So right now, it's just the three of you, Rickard and Bethany. Oh, and Ulrich. I think we should all take a shot in solidarity. What do you guys want to take a shot of? Well, I meant just like as one cohesive unit. What do you guys want a shot of? Petroleum. Rumplemints. The fuck is that? Liquid pine tree. So, so gin. You want to stick with whiskey? We've been drinking that all night. Sure, I'll grab whiskey. And then I asked Jack. I was like, I'm going to need a chaser. What do you want as your chaser? Water. Vodka. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Jack brings out drinks to everybody. Does anybody say any words before you're- I asked Jack and Pam, do you want to join? You can put it on my tab. Jack goes, okay, fine. <laughs> Pam is kind of juggling some things, but she's taking over so that Jack can join in this moment. Brock raises the glass. Fuck today. Fuck today. Yep, and I hold it up and I say, here's to thinking positive and testing negative. Where did Yardak pick that one up from? <laughs> There's fish diseases. I go, fuck today, and I take a shot. Yeah, fuck today. You know, as it gets later into the evening, I imagine y'all start to filter out. Where are you going? Across the street to my apartment. People are welcome to join if they wish. Now I want to go back to my place and sulk. Oh, as much fun as a sleepover sounds like I've got shit on my mind in the north end to protect. We're still in the north. Well, then I better get to protecting it now, shouldn't I? Chapter 56 On the Stand Part 6
Masks and Mayhem uses the game Mutants and Masterminds 3rd Edition by Green Ronin Publishing. We are not affiliated. This episode was brought to you by the music of Pope Brandon Brownson on Bandcamp. The episode was produced and given its day in court by myself, R.C. Byler, and it was edited by Pope Brandon Brownson. Our logo art is by Jen Evans, and our font is by A.J. Solomon. Our theme music is by Pope Brandon Brownson. Additional music credits, social media links, blog posts, and episodes can be found on our website at masksandmayhem.com. Dude, if in episode 69 we don't fight Elon Musk, serious missed opportunity. <laughs> as though I wasn't planning on that as a possibility. <laughs> oh, fuck. I knew yeah, I was your friend for a reason. Yeah, that was a fucking adventure. I hope the lawyer re- regrets his choices. I hope he gets in trouble and I don't save him. Am I the only one here who doesn't fucking hate Pennington? Yeah. Yeah. It's a lawyer. Homie did his job. And? Union is not the benevolent organization that y'all are fucking making it sound like. Uh, so what do we what do we think? I mean, genuinely, I feel like that was a really solid arc. I mean, most recently with the courtship, but like the whole battle with the green wave that came before that, I think that that's the... I don't want to say the first time I've ever felt challenged while playing this game, but it was definitely uh, the first time where I genuinely felt that we were all in legitimate fucking danger and that someone, turned out to be me, was going to get fucking murked. I think there's something really interesting about putting like one of our own in danger, like it being like Kevin Lewis and not just hey, someone random is in danger, and it's like, oh shit, this guy I, like, this character we, like, know and like is in danger, and now it's Lydia, and now it's my fucking boyfriend, because of course it is, fuck you. (laughs) Always. At least yours got to live. God, I swear to God, if we get engaged and you kill him. My long con is to get you to use your illusion powers and Brock doesn't realize who he's shooting. The long con is for Ursi to give me another fiance just to fucking kill him off. The long con is her alien powers grow so strong that she illusions too hard and he vanishes. That's the thing. You can't make matter out of nothing. So where is she taking it from? First law of thermodynamics. The sky. (laughs) Just every single one is taken from the same guy in New Jersey. (laughs) <laughs> she's hollowing out a mountain all these stone boxes are hollowing out a mountain on another planet Ooh. so yeah everyone enjoyed uh, the trial yeah not the end of it I feel like Pennington should have been a little bit more grateful that I did just pull some shit with the uh, the footage that I made sure to send it to both of them and not just one side I mean like you said it's not a you doing him a favor it's the legal thing like even if you just sent it to Union Union would have had to send it to him but if I could send it to Union, he would have had it a little bit later. We all know that it was a good compromise because no one was happy. Bet she's so unhappy. I'll fucking go to jail to avoid this shit. <laughs> also, does she have a boyfriend? I have questions. That's, that's, yeah, that's, that's wonderful that you have questions. Uh, anyway, next episode. Rude. Next episode, Asa Hawk gets stuck in a well. Help, I'm stuck in a well. <laughs>